Hey, it's Ryan Doyle from TDR's Guaranteed Money. In this featured interview, we speak with Canadian broadcast legend Rod Black about the Masters, the NBA playoffs, and North Star Gaming's launch coming soon to Ontario. And welcome to TDR's Guaranteed Money. Big announcement, big month, the month of April in the province of Ontario, Canada. It only gets bigger, it only gets better when it comes to the sports wagering market. Everything open on April 4th. Uh, one of the companies we wanted to highlight and talk about is North Star Gaming, and they made a great announcement, I think, in my opinion. They announced that legendary Canadian sports broadcaster Rod Black is joining North Star Gaming as a host and brand ambassador for North Star, North Star Bets. Rod, it's good to see you, man. Good to see you. I'm glad you said that. That's good. I thought they, I, I think it was, I think it was a good deal for them too. Now, uh, but uh, I think it was also a great deal. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited, Brian, about uh, joining that crew and being part of the Tour Star family. I go a long way back with uh, the Bitto family, and I've known them for a long, long time. And um, everything that they have touched has really turned to gold. And I think this is another one. Uh, I had someone said to me, uh, and I'm sure in you and I have crossed paths before that someone said to me, I think it was about five years ago, we were doing a, a radio show together. And yep. if someone said to me that I would be into this world at this time. I probably would have thought no, but it's kind of, I also would have said five or six years ago, would you be on social media and all these things, but you have to now. And I, I do think that's the way of our world is as, as long as everything is responsible and the game's integrity uh, whatever game it is has not been compromised. I, I think it's a win-win-win uh, for everybody, particularly the betters. You mentioned Torstar. I mean, it's an interesting marriage. I kind of dig it. You know, it's it's out of the box. It's different thinking. Can you talk to us a little bit about what they what they've got planned? Yeah, well, clearly, I'm, I I will not be Rodney the Greek <laughs> or or any kind of inside uh inside guy who's going to give you lines uh on props or parlays or anything like that I, I do have a pretty good track record of predicting things and it's only because i watch so many sports it's my life 24 7 um i'm more of a guy who could probably tell you who's going to win a game or who's going to have a good performance and i think i got a pretty good track record when that comes and that's only because i again i, I do that 24 7 and i consume it and 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 here it is it's I also don't bet on it. So when, when you don't bet on it, generally everything's always good. Uh, but I do know that uh, myself and Chris Johnston, um, who works for the star and does stuff at TSN as well as an insider, will be providing some content and, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I love telling stories um, and whether uh, that content can be parlayed uh, into someone's daily betting platform that that's that's fine with me but i you know we will be able to create some content surrounding betting sites surrounding uh the action of the day uh and i do think that the stories by the way also are huge narratives for the games um i think a lot of people go by the odds i think they look at the inside lines i think they go by analytics and hey there that there's lots to that and the people sure. who set the lines I want to meet those people. They're in a bunker somewhere, uh, a thousand feet down in Nevada, because they're I, I, and they're they all. I think they all have been cloned by Stephen Hawking and, and Elon Musk and, and all of these Albert Einstein, all of these people who can can, can come up with that. I, it's, it's frightening to me that they know that much and can can numerically come up with that. But for us, I think it's more about the stories. We'll be telling the stories, the content, video, uh, written, whatever it is. 
and, and, and certainly, I think, around the big events. It's Masters Week. I think we'll be doing a lot of stuff surrounding the Masters. North Star Bets hasn't been officially launched yet. Right. But when it does, I know we'll be doing stuff around the playoffs, around the big games. And frankly, that's where I've been over the last few years is all of those big games. You mentioned uh, you mentioned the Masters. My phone's ringing. Hang on. That might be North okay. Star Bets. It could be. They might be calling right into the show <laughs> today. Go. It's, I'm good with that. It's, uh, it's you, okay. It's only my daughter. She's yeah. betting on she's betting on the fact that I might be arriving to drop off her hockey equipment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was two to one. It was two to one on the hockey equipment. Um you, you yeah, mentioned the, the over under on the day was uh, the fact that I might not do it. That's one of the things that I've also been doing a lot is, is being a daddy Uber. I mean uh, clearly that's what I do now. Yeah, I love it though. There's there's always room for that. You mentioned it's uh, Masters Week. Obviously one of the big narratives is Tiger Woods. Uh, it looks like all indications are that he's going to play, and it's he's at least going to get the bag out and get off the tee. Uh, how do you how do you look at that narrative? Because I was talking to my co-host Anthony on Guaranteed Money, and we were talking about the idea that if he makes the turn on Sunday and he's got an opportunity to be in the hunt, maybe not win it, but be in the hunt, that could be one of the yeah. biggest television events of our generation. Oh. No. Well, look back at 2019, uh, and look. Look at what's happened since Tiger has been injured or was away um, during the trials and tribulations of his personal life. Uh, when Tiger Woods is not playing, he the needle does not move as much as when he is. It's simple. I used to broadcast a lot of events uh, to the Canadian market, and I remember quite fondly doing a lot of events with Tiger. I, I'm, full disclosure, I'm a big fan of Tiger Woods as a guy. I really like uh the way he handles himself, um, some people don't. I think he's just a normal person who everybody watches, and they've been watching, and they've been watching over these last, whatever it is, 17 months or so uh, since he last played, and then, of course, just over a year since that unbelievable accident. Yeah. Um, I am one that's always believed that he would come back. I mean, this guy won a major on one leg, essentially. I mean, he is – golf is his life. His family, his kids are his life now, and I think that he's put that higher than golf. But golf, is that's all he's done. That's all he knows. And he just happens to be the greatest that's ever played. So yes, on Saturday, um, moving day, whatever it is, I think on even Thursday, the ratings will be enormous. Yeah, and it, I'll tell you another thing. He is not going yeah. to Augusta just to go play. He's going to Augusta to win. That's Tiger Woods. Do I think he has a chance? Courses for horses. It's If this was the it's U.S. True. Open, I would say no. If this was... The Open champ, actually, the Open Championship at St Andrews. If it was, I would say yes because he knows how to navigate around there. Um, Augusta is all about not making misses and winning par fives and second shots and knowing the golf course. Nobody knows it better than Tiger Woods. So I, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure. I, I, what are the what are the what are the numbers right now, Ryan, on him? What are the odds? First of all, are there odds on him playing and and and, and not playing? Yeah, I think he was minus one fifty to just tee off. So the the odds on favorite are that he's gonna he's gonna tee off and he's gonna at least make a go of it. But you know, I've seen some yeah, pretty big play. numbers out in the market when it comes to him actually winning the thing. It looks like uh, just, yeah. I think it's Justin Thomas and John Rahm are the are the sort of consensus favorites going oh. into this. But again, those aren't golfers that have really wowed me this season. So I think you're in a situation where, as you say, he's a golfer that can play for the course. He knows the course like the back of his hand, and mm. he gets a groove going. We've yeah. seen that narrative before. Well, and and another thing. I mean, let's face it. When he's on the golf course, all of those other guys could play naked, and nobody's watching them. Nobody's <laughs> watching them. Uh, Tiger Woods. Every all eye. Every, every all eyes will be on him. Every shot. 
Uh, and the, the, the thing about it is, too, is if he is in contention on Sunday, I go back to 2019 and think about how players melted and started to fold and choke on Sunday. You know, Tiger is not one of those guys who goes lights out at Augusta. Tiger is just a smart player and lets everybody fall back. If that happens, I'm telling you, there are going to be anuses shrinking <laughs> around Augusta, Georgia, and puckering up loud because they see that name on the leaderboard. And it's almost deigned that this guy has got a chance to win. Is this hyperbole? Maybe. Because, again, the guy hasn't played a lot of golf. He played with sure. his kid in an event. But he's Tiger Woods. And I've always maintained since I started covering him once he came into the and I was I did I actually broadcast one of his first his second event uh, was a Canadian Open back right. in '96 and he would have won that event had it been a, a 72 hole tournament was only 54 and I think I think Dudley Hart won that year at Glen Abbey he would have won and I, ever since that day I watched him I said never count this guy out there's a reason he's won all these championships there's a reason he's won 15 majors there's a reason he has five green jackets. And I will tell you, he's 46. People go, oh, he's 46. Look, Phil Mickelson, look when he won. Look when Jack won. I mean, sure, that's very unique. And, and the fact that Phil Mickelson isn't there this week, that's an even bigger story in yeah. some people's minds. But I think it's this, the week has suddenly become the Tiger story. When we get back to the world of sports wagering in Ontario, did you ever think you were going to see this day where the, the market is now opened up, that we've now got – you know, 30-some-odd companies coming into the marketplace to, to kind of duke it out oh. and figure out what the landscape is going to be? No, I don't think so. Um, I, I guess it's just because of legislation, obviously. And now, you know, once Ontario opens, and if there is a success rate, and I do believe there will be a success rate, and, hey, I mean, there are a lot of people that – Gambling isn't for them. Let's let's face it. Sure. You know, it's not for them. Betting is not for them. And I think there are a lot of people that think that, you know, that, that some some nefarious things could happen. Well, no, if it's it's the beauty of this is now that it's going to be responsible and people can gamble responsibly. And instead of going to the offshore accounts or going in to their buddies, you know, dark rooms and and doing it illegally, this is a really good opportunity right now for you know, patrons, I suppose, of the sports books to to, yeah. to get a chance to do this responsibly. The 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 proliferation of you know these online entities is incredible, and now that's just Ontario. I do think what happens next is the next domino falls. Um, is it an area that I ever thought we'd ever go into? You know, back then, I mean, I'm I'm a, an old school guy. I still believe that you know players should not bet on sports. Um, sure. Uh, you know, then you look at the baseball and inside dressing rooms, it still says that one of the biggest things is you walk out the door for every player. You cannot gamble at all. Um, you're trying to tell me that athletes don't gamble or aren't involved in, um, you know, pools and that. I mean, sure, it, they are. But let's make sure that nothing is ever compromised. The integrity never goes away. And if it does, then we're in trouble again because it's happened before. Yep. Right. It's happened. But I do think these all of these organizations, including North Star Bets, I mean the the bottom, the not at the bottom line, the top line all the way to the bottom. It's all about making sure it's responsible, and we don't have to worry about anything on that dark side that we've had to talk about sure. in the past. I like that. I personally like that. And I'm hey, people ask me all the time, you know, like 
and I, and I am a better. Like I bet on everything. I bet. On, yeah. I, I'll bet. I'll, I'll bet that uh, you know that that basketball in the back will well you know uh, is going to deflate uh, within the next two weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, I hope like, not. I, I bet paid on for that. Everything. I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, Tom Brady might say something. I don't <laughs> bet on. I, I I don't. I don't bet a lot. Yeah. I always have side wagers in golf. Whatever. I just think it's kind of makes games more fun. It makes it more interesting. I love the prop betting now. The in-game betting now. Because I've done that my entire life just with buddies. And so now that it's, I want to say, in-house in this umbrella, this legislative umbrella, I think it's a win-win-win for everybody. I would, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, wrap up with just a quick question about the Toronto Raptors because I know you, uh, you know, you've called the games, you, mm. you know this team, you've watched this team. Mm -hmm. uh, where do they look as we yeah. go into the NBA playoffs to you? How do they stand? Because I was a guy who was, you know, I was against well, the idea of drafting Scotty Barnes. Now I, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll die on my <laughs> sword on that one. I was dead wrong about it because the kid can play ball. He can hoop. But what are your thoughts the on the hell is on the wrong Raps? with you, Ryan? I, I know. I must have been an Orlando Magic fan at that point because I, I thought that they, they actually got the deal. You in must that, have they, been. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't get it. He's... They didn't get it right. The Raptors did. So, what do you think about the team going into the playoffs? Uh, well, I think they're. No, I, I, what you're seeing is that they're extremely well coached. Uh, they're an extremely well coached team. And and anybody who ever thought that that was a mirage or that Nick Nurse could just go in and you know win, win that NBA championship by just throwing Kawhi Leonard on the court, probably. But at the same time, you had to build a team, and he's done that. He's he's a great coach. He's a great players coach. Uh, secondly, the Raptors have made some really good moves. Um, and the, the the nucleus has this heart, and maybe the best move they didn't make, and I I will probably be one too. That I you know I thought Pascal Siakam, and I think I didn't think Pascal Siakam was on the trading block. There is no doubt in my mind they tried to move him based on past performance. Sometimes the best moves you uh, make are the ones you don't, and I think that's really worked out. Pascal has finally finally risen to that elite superstar level, superstar level over the last month and a half. If he can continue that with Fred, um, with, you know, and, and as long as they stay healthy. Do I yeah. think they're an NBA championship caliber team? Not right now. Do I think they could be in the playoffs? I think they could get on a flyer, a heater. I, I know one thing, those top four teams, that's pretty entrenched in the East. The Raptors, I believe, are in. They'd have to really fall off a ledge here. Uh, the old 18-wheeler is... Uh, our buddy Brian Burke used to say they'd have to fall off a ledge to, to not make it. But those top four teams do not want to play the Toronto Raptors in the first round. Any of those top four teams, just because they play so hard and they play like this together as a team. Yeah. And I've really enjoyed, I think I've enjoyed watching this team more than any of the previous incarnations of the Raptors, because I, I don't think a lot of people gave them a sniff, gave them a, a shot at the beginning of the year, just to, to get into a play in game. And if somebody told me at the beginning of the year the Raptors would be in and the Lakers might have to play in, I said, oh, yeah, yeah. But you know what I love? That's sports. Yeah. That's sports, man. Like, you, nothing is given. Nothing is given. And that's kind of goes back to this whole conversation we're having. That's why the betting aspect of sport is so unique and that nothing is given. Long shots can win. Um, you know, watch the NCAA championship last night. Yeah. Sure, Kansas was a big favorite. At halftime, did you think that? Nope. No, <laughs> but you kind of had a feeling Bill Self and the Jayhawks would kind of work their way in. And once they did, I go back to that pucker factor, especially in NCAA sports. Yeah. Man, it's really hard. Young kids, inexperienced kids holding on to the leap. Yeah, Kansas came back and won, but I really also thought that UNC kind of folded a lot down the stretch. But 
I love back to your thing. I I just love this Raptor team. I love watching them. I love the personality of them. Um, and you know, Kyle Lowry, one of the things that he left was a culture that exists here. And I think it permeated all the way to the guy who's the leader of the team now. And that's the new Kyle Lowry and that's Fred Van Vliet. And if they have everybody working, right, I think they, they got a legitimate chance to get to the Eastern final for sure. And if you get to the Eastern final, who knows? Anything's but, possible. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't bet my house on it. I wouldn't bet my garage on it. I might bet that basketball on it. <laughs> uh, I told you before, I'm not a great better. Rod Black, we have to have you back on the show. It's always great to catch up with you. It's always great to get your perspective on the world of sports, the world of sports wagering. North Star Gaming's got a great host and a great brand ambassador. Is that a Magic North Johnson North. jersey behind you? So that is Shaq, and that is Magic. Oh, I can't see the three. I can't see. The, I can't the see. It. Oh, the basketball. Go. The basketball is Magic. Oh, see. So well, I, I guess. Yeah, I can only see the three. I thought that was a. I heard this Magic Johnson uh, Crave show is really good with Larry Bird. I, I, I want to watch it. Winning, phenomenal. You're obviously show. a Lakers guy. I'm a huge Lakers guy, but this see, I, I I want rid of LeBron. I'm done with LeBron and that whole experiment. Yeah. <laughs> I Rod will Black. tell you a yeah. guy that I I know you have to go. Uh, a guy that I loved um, and I worked with doing the Grizzly games when he came out. Now and everybody talks about Charles and Charles and I have a real good friendship. But I've never been around a guy who attracted more people anywhere we went. And he worked with me for a couple of years, and I love the guy dearly. Is James Worthy, Big okay. Game James, and so. You know, I don't collect jerseys per se. I well, actually, I got stuff behind me, but I, I usually give everything away. But uh, oh, now I can see that. Yeah, there's the there's the Shaq number. Uh, but I I was a Laker guy growing up, and I was okay. a worthy guy. I was a Magic guy, a Kareem guy. But honestly, you know, some of the it was some of those extra guys on the on the periphery that you know the Michael the Cooper, coops, you know, yeah, Michael Cooper, the, yeah, for you sure, know, those those kind of guys. Those, Kurt those Rambis. Kind of guys that Kurt that, Rambis, Kurt Rambis, Clark Kent, um, <laughs> you know that that really kind of to me were able to be those extra soldiers that took them to the top. Yeah, they needed Shaq. Yeah, they needed Magic. They needed Kareem and James Worthy. But man, they that was that, I love that team. And and yeah, I'm shocked at how bad they have been this year. Shocked at how bad they've been. Yeah, I mean, I think Magic Johnson was saying today that had they just gone for Buddy Heald and DeMar DeRozan instead of Russell Westbrook, they would have been in the championship. Oh, if DeMar, if they had DeMar DeRozan, that's a story. We could talk more about DeMar. Hey, the Toronto Raptors aren't NBA champions in 2019 if it wasn't for DeMar DeRozan. They would never have had the bargaining chip. People say, well, they wouldn't have the bargaining chip. But guess what? The culture of winning, even though they talk about Kyle Lowry so much yep. here and he's the groat, DeMar DeRozan's jersey should be hung up in Scotiabank Arena as well someday because he was one of the greatest Raptors of all time. And that those two together helped build. And DeMar DeRozan is having an absolutely phenomenal yep. year. And I think he's making a lot of people, you know, making a lot of critics anyways eat their words. Yeah, love which is guy. always love always lovely to see. Rod Black, it's always good to see you, sir. I appreciate you taking the time on Guaranteed Money today. You too. Anytime, Ryan. Subscribe to Guaranteed Money wherever you get your podcasts and find out more details at thedalesreport.com. Don't forget also to check out our YouTube channel for more content.